Justin Verlander came home. Everybody cheered. Everybody cried. It was the great return of the pitcher of old. And then the same old story, an 11 to 1 plummeling by the Mets. We're going to talk about this and what do we need to do to see this club turn it around on this edition of Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Veer leans back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can you find you after a ugly loss like this? They can find me at House on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> Give us oh, positive i hate let me have my time eric okay <laughs> positive i hate what's going on with my team always throws all righty guys thank you for making us your first listen every day whether it's on youtube go and uh, subscribe to us give us a big fat thumbs up and go and uh, become an everydayer and let's go and suffer through this together we still love this team we still bleed orange and we still will watch every game even though we're frustrated with what's going on uh we did have jose altuve leading back off again so that's a good thing so go and make us your first listen on apple odyssey spotify wherever you listen to your podcast go and make us your first listen please and uh, go while you're at it uh, this episode is brought to you by game time download the game time app and create an account and use the code locked on mlb for twenty dollars off your first purchase last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed it's something that brett uses on the daily well maybe not on the daily but uh when he doesn't have tickets he likes to use that and it's a pretty good app um so go and check it out and we're gonna talk a little bit about jose altuve leading off again which is great the outcome of today's game was not great. Uh, the five losses in a row and then um, Hunter Brown, it wasn't such a great game. I mean, if you just take away for a while there, if you just take away that, what, the third inning, the five runs, it would have been okay. But then everything else happened later in the game. Welcome back, Justin Verlander, like you said. <laughs> Yiner Diaz, another home run. Wow, this kid's on fire. He deserves an everyday start, right? And then Dusty said, what about Vogelbach's home run? Uh, we'll talk about that. Then we'll look ahead to ev- what everybody's been waiting for, and that's Verlander on the mound for game two. And some guy named Max Serger did something pretty good against Astros tonight. That's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So coming into this series, the Mets had won two games out of their last, like, two or like three games out of the last 16 games. They've been terrible. So I was like, Hey, this is the perfect time to catch the Mets when they're down. Right. Right. (laughs) Guess what? (laughs) We suck again. This game. Yes. This, this game was, this game was terrible. Look, the game recap, uh, five hits, one run, a solo shot. Um, Jose Altuve's first at bat was terrible. He should be leading off. There's nothing wrong. I don't have a problem with that. But the pitches that they were swinging at, 
I mean, if you go back and look, the three strikes that he swung at, not a single one were over the plate. Right. Okay. Not a single one. Now, they may have started over the plate and broke really hard. I haven't looked at the horizontal break, like how far they broke. But the first pitch was the one closest, and it's barely in the white space outside of the boxes that they put on MLB.com. And it, it was just a night of people were like, oh, this umpire is terrible. No, it doesn't matter what the umpire is calling. What matters is are you getting hits? And, I mean, there are just things like Hunter Brown throwing four fastballs to Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor is actually hitting 254 on fastballs. He's hitting 148 on breaking pitches. Why aren't we calling breaking pitches? And look, you and I have supported Maldonado, I mean, to the nth degree. And, and, you know, I I have a great respect for him. But why are we throwing Lindor fastballs? Now, was the location missed big time? It looks like location was missed on that home run. This guy's batting 212. He does have, he, he has 12 home runs. Basically, he hits a home run or he strikes out or he gets out. That's Lindor's season. And when your best young starting pitcher is putting up a five spot after the first two innings, both pitchers had a no hitter. It was crazy. Like Scherzer and Brown were dealing and you were like, okay, somehow we've got to find a chink in the armor. They got to hit like in the third inning or whatever to break up the no hitter or whatever, but there was just nothing going on. I don't, I don't know if it's lack of fire. I don't know if it's, I mean, you can't convince me that this team doesn't want to win. You can't convince me that this team doesn't care, but that's what the perception is from the fan base. And they have every right to feel that way. And I know everybody's saying Maldonado needs to go. And I get that. And I get you frustrated, but look, until he's not your starting catcher, he's your starting catcher. So it's like beating your head against a brick wall. It's not a very smart move. So quit whining about Maldonado. We know. I mean, I saw it tonight when he threw the ball down to second. He, the ball went into the outfield again. It wasn't a good throw. And at at what point do you see Diaz getting starts but starting at catcher? At, at what point does – I mean, Dusty's lineup was good. I, I liked the lineup. I liked the batting order. I don't know about not putting Pena second, and I don't still don't know about putting a Brady fourth, but that was not a bad lineup tonight, and they just simply didn't get it done. Look, Scherzer has, has his stuff. He, he's a he's an all-time great, but this team really needed to win, Eric. So what is this, five in a row now? Yeah, it's five in a row. It's uh, 10 losses in the last 14 games, and they are now um, – The Astros are 39 and 34. Oh, oops. 39 and 34 right now. And it's, it's just bad. Uh, so they are 20 and 19 uh, this season at Midmay Park. And so that's gone down a little bit. So there's just a lot of things that have, uh, some might say the Astros are free falling. I uh, cue Tom Petty. And uh, it's just, I don't know what's going on. It just seems like nothing's going right for the Astros recently. And yes, they are playing some good teams. The Reds are a up and coming team. The Mets are a team that should be a great team with the money they're they're putting in, but they haven't had a great season. No, but they're I, terrible this year. They're 34 and 38. But Max Scherzer just lowered his ERA by what 
30 points almost uh, in this one game because he pitched eight innings and only allowed that one home run to Yiner Diaz. And he, he had 84 pitches almost. I think it was like in the seventh or eighth inning. And uh, it just was like, you've got to try to t- take some pitches, try to make him work a little bit, try to get him out. Cause the Mets bullpen, I don't know too much about him, but I'm sure it's not that great, but it's just overall, I just think that, yes, this was the, uh, best one of the better lineups we've seen out there. I do agree that Pena probably should be uh, hitting second uh, to kind of get some more people on base for kind of your big boppers, but you're yeah. missing your big bopper. Yeah. Look, man, they have a, they have a WRC plus, like I just looked at the numbers. It's way higher when you got runners on than when, when, then when runners aren't on, you, you got to get guys on. You can't, you can't swing out of the zone. This is the first time that, and I didn't know this. I was listening to the radio on the way home. It's the first time that Max Scherzer has gone eight innings mm-hmm. in two seasons. He hasn't been Max Scherzer. I know. So, <laughs> hey, if your team's in a funk, play the Astros. We'll make you look like all-stars on the next Geraldo. It's absolutely frustrating. In defense of my own statements at the beginning of the year, I did say this year wasn't going to be typical like last year. I didn't foresee hitting a rock bottom moment like this in what we read June 19th right now, as we speak, if you're listening on Tuesday, June 20th, but let me commend the people that are here, the dedication of the locked on Astros listeners and viewers. If you're listening, we've got nearly hundred people right now viewing us live. Thank y'all for showing up. Despite the Astros woes, you guys are hanging out with us and look, Eric, I'm going to throw this out there just because I'm going to forget it if I don't mention it. You guys got to come hang out with us right here. Friday night, this Friday night, we're doing a live podcast from Home Run Dugout and Katie. We start the live broadcast at 8 o'clock. I've got, I know I've got for sure two pairs of tickets we're giving away to Astros games in July and the watch party at 9, 10 p.m. Astros versus Dodgers when they're on the road. So come hang out with us at home run dugout in Katie. Yeah, that's, that's going to be an awesome experience. And um, it, I know they're the Astros will be playing the uh, Dodgers that time, but this would be a cool experience to get out and watch the game and try something. It, this is new venue and something that a lot of people want to get out there and try, and I'm excited to try it as well. So uh, this episode is brought to you by game time. Yeah. Game time is this app. It's amazing. It's easy to use. You don't have to fumble through your email. Like you don't, have to just purchase tickets to a sporting event. I mean, you can, but they've got theater tickets. They've got comedy tickets. I mean, plays wherever it is you want to go, you can get there and you don't have to plan months in advance. Like if you have an anniversary coming up and your wife says, you know what? I really want to go see this comedian that I've been wanting to see. They're, they're, They're coming in town. You don't have to plan months in advance. You can wait till the day of the event. And when you go and get your ticket, no matter where you are, if you find a ticket, same location, same section, same row, and at cheaper price on a different website, they will basically refund you 110% the difference, put more money in your pocket to purchase more tickets. I've done this more than once. Look, if you're not wanting to spend an arm and a leg to go watch the Astros right now, I understand. Well, with game time, they can help you and use a promo code locked on MLB for $20 off. Just use a promo code locked on MLB for $20 off at game time. The lowest prices guaranteed. And tomorrow night, Tuesday night, the Astros have a championship matchup for Ember Valdez versus former Astro 
Justin Verlander catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Astros. Um, I just have something to say about today's game. Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> All right, let me uh, let me turn it off before it keeps on going. Oh, does it? Does it? Is it a yeah, loop? Keep on going. You should just do that the whole show. <laughs> that would drive our audio listeners nuts. Yes, for sure. So definitely, but um, I think that a lot of people were doing this today for Justin Verlander, and it was the return for Justin Verlander. And a lot of people have kind of been um, excited about this. The Mets are coming back to town, and uh, the the former players get their World Series ring. Uh, this is a um, this was a big one because. Justin Verlander coming to the Houston Astros in 2017 was a big key to them winning the, the World Series in 2017 and a big key to them winning the World Series in 2022. I know that he's not off to the best start this season, and I know he's already been booed by his um, his faithful uh, Mets fans, but I think that this is still a, a, a player that Astros fans will always remember because of when he came, after the hurricane and just came here and just, he just saved the whole city and he just gave us so much uh, excitement about this team. And like, wow, Justin Verlander chose us. He chose us to, uh, to come and it kind of motivated the whole team to win the world series. And I, I know that there's other issues leading up to that and Verlander did miss those two years, but he did um, come back and win another world series with the Astros, but Verlander meant so much to this team, but for tomorrow, I think we need to just say, let's beat the crap out of him. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, look, I just <laughs> want to echo something Jordan said, because I tend to agree with him. He said, I bet if we had Eric and Brent in the dugout, then we would go to the world series again. Hey, if you can get me in that dugout, I'm giving this whole team a speech. I am going to be like, it is not whether you get knocked down. It's it's what you do when you get knocked down. And when you get knocked down, do you get back up? And do you keep fighting? We don't go against Justin Verlander because it's easy. We go against Justin Verlander because it's hard. Let me tell you something. And I would be telling these Astros, if you don't score more runs than they score, then you know what? You need to pray and tell God to remove your legs because if you have legs tomorrow, you're going to run so much that your grandkids are going to hear about all the running that you're going to do. And they're going to go out there and be motivated. And maybe it doesn't work the same as it did with seventh grade basketball team. No, but dude, I am going to, I'm going to try to get in that dugout. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to put a lifetime ban on the line, but I'm pretty stinking close to doing something drastic. Something needs to be done. I mean, we need to parachute into. Oh, never mind. Minute Maid's never open. We, um, we me, yeah, Alex. we're a team, Eric. No, nope. you're either in nope. this, Eric. Nope, you're either in this. Or I'm not you're doing not. anything to get myself a lifetime ban from Minute Maid Park. No, Eric. My question to you is this: Where do your loyalties lie? <laughs> All right. Here's what I would do. I would go ahead and just put this yellow sign in the middle of the locker room that says believe. How are you going to get there? How are you going to get there? I mean, if I'm, if I'm the day manager of the day, um, that's a very original idea. I I didn't steal that from anywhere, but uh, definitely not from uh, Ted Lasso. This is what they need. They need a Billy bean type moment. You remember in Moneyball 
where he goes in and they're like they're losing and they're in there like um jay uh jeremy jombies in there dancing and you know all the players are clowning around and he's like is losing fun and then he picks up a bat and he like freaking like crushes an igloo cooler and then turns over the table like dusty baker needs to go in there and do that stuff i just don't see him doing that like so we need something or somebody with the fire. We we need like I don't know, man. Like maybe if they're playing music afterwards, take the radio that's playing the music and break it. And just like rage, you know. Lance like takes his arm out of the sling and starts like clotheslining, dude. Something needs to happen. Um, bury me in the H guy needs to come through, dude. I just I don't I don't know what something needs to happen. Wow, you're gonna pull up the RIP. <laughs> you heard it here first. Erica's pulling up the old chronicle picture. Rested. You've probably been holding on to this for like since the third went third loss in a row, haven't you? Uh no, uh, actually, this uh, Jose de Jesus Ortiz just popped this up because uh somebody said that the Chronicle needs to post a uh, tombstone article, <laughs> and so he he actually put this up because he was the one that wrote it. Um, and I'm actually not to that point yet. That was just a joke. No. Uh, I'm I think the Astros are in a rut, they're in a terrible rut right now, and I think that closer to the all star break, I think they're gonna fix things. I think that. For some reason, Alvarez, I mean, Al, we, we know the reason why Alvarez was the offense for the team. And when he went on IL, wow. missing that. And then Tucker has had some great moments recently, but you, the team cannot just rely on Tucker. You have one game where Bregman steps up, but then nobody else kind of steps up. And it's just like, there's a whole bunch of, you don't have a game where everybody steps up. And I so do not get after Altuve has a four for four day or it has four hits. You set him. And it just, I, I, the more I think about it, it just does not make sense. And it just, I just can't, I can't imagine that. Just, you know, you're in a losing streak. You know, you're struggling to score runs. Altuve can rest when the Astros are doing better. Someone's like, I'll rest when I'm dead. (laughs) There's no rest for the weary. Look, Jose Altuve, they have no business sitting him. And and again, I've actually been accused of being a part of a cult, the Astros cult, of Martin being fans club. Of being paid by the Astros because I'm so positive and I can't see the horrible manager that Dusty is, blah, blah, blah. But I can't agree with him sitting out to the after four hit game. I was talking to a friend of mine who is a coach who I've known that coach for years at a high school where close to where I was growing up. And he said, I would have never sat a single player. Now, granted he coached high school, but he coached a very high level. I, I, I believe won a state title here or there. He goes, I would never sit a kid after going four for four. You put him back in there. He's got a hot bat. Hitting is contagious. If hitting is contagious and you're struggling to score and you're struggling to win games, I don't care what the freaking metrics or doctors or, or cyber technicians or whatever you call them say, don't sit a four for four guy. It's Jose Altuve. He's not 82 years old. Like somebody needs to tell Dusty. Oh, or, and it, here's the thing. It may not even be a Dusty decision, but it falls on him. Someone, someone suggested today that Dana Brown needs to make the lineup. I'm like, that's not the, what other club has the GM making the lineup? Yeah. That's not the GM's 
Why don't That's Jim Crane do it? Why don't we just have Jim Crane do it? Hey, Jim, let's make the lineup card together. <laughs> okay, Dana, let's do it. Well, it's, it's, it's like, it's, wait, what, what are you doing? This is you stay in your lane, bro. Yeah, it's look, Pena apparently has added his kick back in a swing. We'll see if that works long term. Jake Myers made an adjustment this year. I just think, Eric, I think it's time, it's time, it's time for Diaz to be catcher more times than not. I think it's time to stick Jeremy Pena in the mother freaking two hole where he belongs and put Jeff Myers in center field. He thought I was going to cuss, put Jake Myers in center field and let Chaz start in left field and then sub Jolton, sub Kessinger, sub whoever else is on the bench. They're subbing and put your most, Put the lineup in that gives you the best chance to win right. and stop tinkering with the freaking lineup. Just leave it the same. Like, how about say this, Dusty, you make the lineup. You're only allowed to change it once or twice because of pitching matchups, and that's it. Of course, I know they're not going to do that. Yeah. I'm just saying, though. Certain spots in order you you are should be cemented is what you should yeah, do. And exactly. it should not be a Brayu in the cleanup spot, no matter no. how injured this team is. He's since that three hit night, he's what five for 20. Uh, well, is he's struggling? Let's just say that. I, uh, he's uh, two for 19 since June 14th. Well, um, and he's just he's been struggling and. Now he's hitting cleanup. Oh, and, and I forgot Dubon, Eric. Dubon needs to be in there too, like yeah. every day. Sorry. Well, well, you you can't play everybody, and so I guess the way to do that is you're going to have to sit Malnado, and that's not something that Dusty Baker's willing to do. And so if you want to get uh, Doobie in the lineup, then you're going to have to do that. So that's just something that we may have to just go to Hooters and just kind of discuss over a beer or something, and just. Hey. Maybe have Dusty Baker come join us and just say, hey, Dusty, come have a beer. Let's talk about it. That's right. Do you and your buddies need a place to hang out and talk about the woes of the Astros season right now? Well, look, Hooters is a place to go. They got great wing, great wings, great beer. And pretty much anywhere in the city you go, there is a Hooters location. From Webster to Pasadena, from Katy to Baytown, from Galveston to Stafford, Humble to Sugarland, Pearland, anywhere in the city of Houston, you can find a Hooters. And they have specials all week long. On Monday, they have buy one, get one wings. On Tuesday, they have $9.99 burgers and fries. Wednesday, buy one, get one boneless wings. Thursday, $19.99 wings and Big Daddy Bundle. Friday, $19.83 crab legs. Saturday and Sunday, kids eat free. Also, join the Pearland Hooters for a three-on-three basketball tournament on June 24th. Join your, bring your buddies and head to Hooters Pearland to sign up. Who's ready for a good time Monday through Friday? They have happy hour 2 to 7. You might need that. 10 to p- ten p.m. to close. And anytime, $3 Blue Moon drafts or $9.99 Michelob Ultra Pitchers. No matter the occasion, Hooters is ready to make you happy. Go hang out with Hooters where the guys from Locked On do and tell them that Locked On Astros sent you. And go enjoy the best service from the world-famous Hooters girls. All right. Uh, don't forget that Justin Verlander will be on the mound versus Frommer Valdez. It's ace versus ace. Epic matchup. You want If you can't be there, if you can't watch it, go ahead and tune in to SiriusXM on the SXM app and go and search Astros and you can find it. Uh, so 
I'm excited about that game. It's uh, it's either going to be Astros dominate Verlander or it's going to be what Max Scherzer. We're going to turn it around, Eric. It's yes. going to be a turnaround moment. Always yes. positive, always Strohs. So, um, Sean Dubin, uh, we're just going to talk about his first inning. Uh, we're we're going to ignore everything else. Uh, he had a one, two, three um, major league debut in his first inning, and then that's it. Nothing else happened. He didn't give up five runs in the ninth inning uh, and on seven hits. And it wasn't a great first appearance. He did throw uh, three innings and he allowed seven hits, five earned runs, one walk, had four strikeouts, but his ERA is 15 on the season. His ERA was not great, but he was kind of thrown to the wolves, so to speak, because Hunter Brown, he gave up six runs in this game. This is not Hunter Brown that we know that it, I know somebody said that um, maybe he was tipping. I don't, I haven't heard any reports about tipping. I just think that the, he just wasn't throwing his best pitches. He was, I think Eric, they put Dubin out there in an unfortunate situation, right? you the reason for putting Dubin out there was to save your bullpen. Dubin came into a lose-lose situation. He started out great. He struck out two of his first three batters. I mean, he started well. His first couple innings, nothing wrong with, okay? Um, But when you also don't have – when you have an offense that is not getting off the ground at all, I mean, the Mets had, what, like six players had multi-hit games. This is a team that's been ice cold, and I don't mean in a good way, like put that in your veins. Like I'm talking about like – frigid like checking their pulse to see if they're actually alive baseball wise the Mets have been terrible in June they're professional hitters Sean Dubin's been scrapping for several years in the minors this year he has dealt with a forearm injury right and he has not enjoyed the best the greatest success lately but if Dubin's able to settle in and Dubin has been a piggyback or hybrid type starter if he's able to to get like study this outing and see where he where he made his mistakes, he could be a piggyback type starter with someone like Ronel Blanco. He can, y'all got to give him a chance. This is his first time on the mound. Everybody, when they come out on their debut, don't always go out and strike out eight guys. Well, so, yeah. if your expectation is for Dubin to go out there and just crush a major league team, that's absolutely short sighted and you don't know baseball. So step off of Dubin a little bit. You need to look at the like the 10,000-pound elephant in the room, and that's this Astros team is underperforming. They're not ready to reign. They're more like ready to drain, like drain all hope out of the tank of life that is another title. And somebody on this team's got to step up. Somebody's got to get their heads out of their patooties, out of their back ends, and get out there and start crushing some baseballs and start making opponents look bad. And they they just like they they don't have the eye of the tiger. They don't have it. They just don't have it right now. And if I was a baseball team facing the Astros, I would be licking my chops. It would be blood in the water, and I'd be going after it like a shark after a carcass in the ocean. And that's what they are. They're a carcass in the ocean. And until they wake the hell up, nothing's going to change. Dusty's not going to light a fire under them. Something's got to change. Thoughts by Dusty. 
All right. So I, I, we kind of tease this. So I guess we got to go and throw it up there. Uh, this is what Dusty Baker said after a game. I think Goga Box ball would have been a fly ball in most ballparks. And so this is Chandler Rome's tweet. Um, it said StatCast said that it was home run in 19 out of 30 ballparks, including City Field. <laughs> Sorry, Dusty, you were wrong. Sometimes love Dusty, respect him, but sometimes I just think he says things that. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to yeah. degrade the man. I just. Scherzer, I eight innings, eight innings. I mean, you can't, when he's dominating like that, there's not much you can do about that. No, right? there isn't. There isn't. But, but, but like, stop making excuses. This team's playing terrible baseball. And until, until they change what it is they're doing. I mean, I don't know. Could, could be a long um, first half of the season. Maybe they wake up, but anyways. Yeah. So tomorrow, it's going to be the epic matchup of the the century. It's going to be Justin Verlander with a two and three record, 4.40 ERA, 39 strikeouts versus Frommer Valdez, six and five record with a 2.27 ERA, 95 strikeouts. Frommer Valdez has pitched a lot better than the record would indicate because of the lack of offense during his starts. Uh, So, We'll see what happens. Um, who's faced Verlander the most? Abreu, of course, with uh, 49 at-bats, six home runs, nine RBIs. He's batting 388 in his career. And Jose Altuve is batting 563 and 16 at-bats with no home runs. And that's pretty much everybody that's had success. So if you look on the other side, Valdez, um, the people that have had success, uh, small sample size, St- Starling Marte is batting 333. Then you have uh, Pete Alonso, 333 and three at bats, um, but not too much. Um, Tommy Pham has one home run and three at bats against him. So I think this will be an interesting matchup. It's just you got to put more of a team game together. You, like in this game, you saw uh, some bad, um, I mean, maybe not bad defense, but that little play by like Chaz McCormick kind of misread that, that uh, ball that uh, that went off the uh the wall and it just got to do better pitching better hitting just more consistent hitting. you have to play better baseball that's what it comes down to from inning one to inning nine this team is they are yeah yeah it's abysmal yeah i've got dude i've got nothing else i'm just i'm i'm tired of the same crap different day but you know what if you can't watch the astros you can listen to them tuesday night 7 10 p.m central standard time Catch every winning pitch of the hometown Astros broadcast with Sirius XM, the SXM app, search Astros. Eric, this has been a great show. Even though we didn't win, y'all are winners because you come and hang out with us. So, yeah. hey, we know where your heart is. We know you guys love the team. He's Eric Demand Heisman. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. It's been another great edition of Locked on Astros. Thank y'all for listening to us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, or even TikTok. Stop by and say hi. Y'all have a good one. Hey, help me get to 1,000 subscribers on TikTok. Eric and I can go live. We'll do that and have fun with that. Check us out. And as always, go Strohs. And let's say no to six in a row. Let's get a win tomorrow. That will be there great. That would be great. Like Sorry, Dusty. Thing. That was not a pop fly. It was a home freaking run.